0: It's all about you. Yes, 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 yes. We're keeping the fire going this week. Women's Empowerment Week brought to you by J. Nolan Mastery. And we keep dialing up one powerhouse woman after the next. Why? It's making a difference. The feedback is off the charts. It needs to be said. It has to be done. We know the history of what's going on. That's why we have to have a Women's History Month. Because women historically have not been treated the way they need to be treated, but here at Jane Olin Mastery, we're saying enough. We're saying it's time to stop the nonsense, and it's time to uplift and empower women. And I believe that can be accelerated by real men who are not afraid to say, "Hey, we love you, we honor you, and we want to see you shine." So the next person we're going to see shine is another, another other than, not other than my absolute bombshell, wonderful, one of the people that's growing closer to my heart in record time than anybody else I've ever seen on this earth, Miss Amy Lee Westervelt. You are on the mic. What's happening, Amy Lee?
1: Oh my gosh, I am so good today. I'm so excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this and I, I can't wait to get into it. So thanks for having me.
0: What a busy woman. What a powerful woman. And I know everyone's going to love this as you're coming on all the different chats. Send us a shout out where you're coming in from. Make sure to show us some love. We'll show you some love back. Amy Lee, let's talk a little bit about who is Amy Lee Westerfeld. Where'd you come from? What are you doing? What's going on with you? The platform is yours.
1: I love that. Okay, so I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts. Grew up uh, south of Boston in a little town called Pembroke. Um, and I went to school around there. Um, then I did the Disney program for a little while. I was, um, I was, I worked for an education consulting firm in Boston. And then I decided that I was done with dating the guys that lived around Boston. So I decided, hi, Brooke. Hi, Tyler. Hi, Tavis. I decided to, uh, go shopping online for uh, a guy out, out of state. So I went and found the zip code for Savannah, Georgia and went on a dating website and met a guy and he ended up being the love of my life, moved to Savannah, Georgia, lived here ever since. I have been, um, gosh, where have I, I've gone through network marketing, made um, multi seven figures in network marketing and then decided that I really, my heart was in coaching and in dream design. So now I'm a dream design coach. And I live outside of Savannah. I have my own coaching practice. I have five beautiful children that I homeschool along with my dream boat of a husband, uh, who's a former army ranger. And yeah, we're just living the dream, creating dreams, helping other people create their dreams. So that's, I think I just condensed my entire life into like 30 seconds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what it's about. That's why you're so effective. So what are you doing now? Like, you know, like your your day-to-day focus, you know. There's so many things that are going on with the pandemic, people staying at home, people are really looking for hope. I mean, what do you do on a day-to-day basis to impact people to have that hope, Amy Lee?
1: Yeah, so I think that, you know, society has done, and you and I have talked about this ad, ad nauseum, I think society's done a really good job of disempowering people, of making different groups of people, getting them together to commiserate about how, um, about how helpless they are. And so it's always been my my mission and my dream to kind of blow the top off of that and show people that they're actually completely and utterly empowered to create their dream lives. And we see this, I mean, you're a perfect example of this. I'm an example of this. We hang out on Clubhouse all day and we meet incredible people who are examples of this. Yeah. So really my my mission is to kind of get to those people who think, that they need to vote for a certain person or put a certain person, love you too, Lena, uh, put a certain person in power in order to make decisions for them. I help them go in and realize that they get to make those decisions themselves and that the manifesting comes from within and not from without. And so getting to do that all day and empower people and you're in my group. So you see this a lot, just being able to kind of throw those, like, you know, those mind blowing limiting belief shattering things at people and see the difference and how it impacts their lives. It's like, I could run on that. That's like gasoline for me.
0: That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You know, what do you think about us just stopping as a organization and saying, we're going to take the time an entire week And, you know, it's hectic. What do you think about us stopping as an organization saying, let's have a Women's Empowerment Week? When you first heard that and we reached out to you and we wanted you, we just really had to have you on this show. What were some of your thoughts about that, Emily?
1: I think that, you know, I I decided that this was going to be my year to, to magnetize. I've always disconnected myself from the transformation that I've created. I've always given it to somebody else. Like, oh, it's because you worked hard or it's because the universe wanted you to this or that. And one day I was just like, you know what? Every time you disconnect yourself from that transformation, you're spitting in the universe's face. You're saying, I don't, I don't want your blessing. I don't want your, you you know, your, your good thing that you're bestowing on me. I don't want to be associated with it. Right. It's like, it's like turning your back on prosperity. And I decided I wasn't going to do that anymore and so when you asked me to be part of this, I said, Oh my gosh, this is my perfect opportunity to be here and say, yeah, I do change lives. Yes, I am transformational. Yes, I am part of it. I will put my stamp on it. I will say that this was part of me. So this was the universe kind of going good. So here's an example of a way that you can do that. So for me, it was very, um, it was very kismet and to be, you know, considered as part of this panel was a big honor. So thank you.
0: Yeah, man, I tell you what, it's uh, its really been, uh, I feel it every time I do it. And and so what I want you to know is how much we appreciate and we honor you. And now what I know a lot of women are wanting to know, because they heard this little part about kids in your house, running around, and you're a successful businesswoman. Now, How many kids do you say you have, Amy Lee?
1: I have five children under the age of eight. My oldest is eight. I have Woo! seven five, a
0: three, and a 18 month. Wow, five kids under the age of eight and you have a very successful business at the same time. And are you doing this all from home?
1: So yeah, what would you say office.
0: to the women who says, man, I don't, I don't, how do, how does she do that? Uh, can I do that? Maybe speak to that because this has got to be very inspiring and very empowering for a lot of women, maybe really hit and go in on that because we want to help women know that everything is possible. Emily, what do you have to say about it?
1: Well, to be fair, I do have an incredible husband who stays home with my children and he helps with the school and everything else, but also it's about knowing what you want. It's about visualizing it. Right. So a lot of people you know when we when we kind of before covid everybody was like i just want to be home with my husband and kids or i just want to be home with my partner and my kids just want everybody home and then covid was like oh yeah you do how do you like that so obviously we have to be very specific about what we want and so for me it was about okay what are what are the ideal outcomes i want my kids to be able to get a good education but I don't necessarily want to put them in public school. Right. i worked in public schools. It's just, for those of you who love it, good for you, not my bad. Um, and so I had to figure out like what, what were my end results? And then the universe kind of went and filled in the blanks for me. So I think that's the biggest thing is that a lot of women, they're like, well, I don't want this, but it's like, okay, but then what do you want? So I actually, if you'll humor me, I came up with kind of a, um, an example of of what like a metaphor for what this is and i think it's really powerful so is it okay if i share that real quick jay
0: absolutely this is what this is about
1: okay great so i'd like to think of it like if you were standing in the middle of a lake okay on a lily pad and all i gave you was one other lily pad and i said okay you need to get to the other side and what would you have to do? You'd have the one you were standing on. You'd put one in front of you. You'd step onto it. And then you'd take the one behind you and you put it in front of you. And you do that until you potentially got to the other end of the lake. That's how most people design their dreams, okay? They look at the next step and then they take the one behind them and then they put it. And they don't look at the end result. What you need to do and what I teach in dream design, you need to see the other side where that shore is and visualize that in its entirety and then let the universe make the path. Because maybe the universe is going to build a bridge. Maybe the universe is going to make it so that you can swim underwater. Maybe the universe is going to send you a submarine. Maybe the universe is going to send you a helicopter. It doesn't matter how you get there, but you need to know where you're going. And so many people are thinking about the lily pad. They're thinking about, what? Well, what do I, how do I get the next lily pad in front of me? But that that's why we have such a struggle because we think that we have to micromanage the universe or God or source or higher power, but it's all there for us as long as we tell it what we want. And that I think is the biggest takeaway that that I could give, you know, for anyone trying to build a dream business and be, you know, a stay-at-home mom at the same time.
0: And, you know, and when you're talking, I'm just sitting there going, how many people? not just women, can use what you're talking about. This is to empower everyone. What I love most about Women's Empowerment Week, it brings up the word empower. And so a lot of folks you know, haven't realized how important it is to be able to be connected directly with people who are promoting empowerment. So Amy Lee, if there are women out there right now, because I'm inspired just to really, you know, just give you as much shine as possible. If there are women out there right now going, I want what she's talking about. I want to be able to dream design my life. How can someone work with you, Emily?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you can certainly find me. um, I have a Facebook group. It's called Dream Building Entrepreneurs. You can come hang out in there if you'd like. I also have a website, EmilyWestervelt.com. You can um, hop on there, take a peek at some of my offerings. I have different things, different programs running. I actually have a program that's starting on Monday called the Dream Design Accelerator. Um, which is a six-week program. So if you're interested in that and you want to get in there last minute, you can definitely shoot me a message about that as well.
0: Wow. So they can go to amyleewesterfelt.com. We've got that running across the screen uh, because I think it's important for people to be able to have access if they relate and they connect with someone to be able to get a hold of people like you. And you've been able to build a very successful uh, life coaching, dream building coaching business And you did that after overcoming some obstacles, you know, a lot of times people have a setback and they will let that define them. Can you maybe talk about uh, some setbacks that you've had and you rather, how long did you stay in it? Did you, obviously you overcame it. What did you do to overcome it? I would love to hear that.
1: Yeah. So uh, back in 2014, my husband was in the military. We lived in Alaska and i was pretty miserable um i had finally found my best friend the guy that i wanted to have sleepovers with every night i know you relate jay because you and Lena are the same way and um i just i was sick and tired of the army life i was sick of it being negative 65 degrees and so i said i, I don't want to do this anymore and he's like okay well you got to figure out i love you too Jacqueline. are you going to figure out how to replace the money that i'm making so I, you know, that ended up being fairly easy and I found myself in network marketing and that came really naturally. I I guess I knew how to do what's called attraction marketing before I even knew it was a thing. I just have this like gift and curse of being so real that it's refreshing, but it's also really kind of disarming, right? Because people know exactly who you are and so they know where to go for the jugular on you. So anyway, I was in this network marketing company, did really, really well, had a team of over 10,000, never down, uh, never cold messaged anybody or recruited anybody. They kind of just came to me, had a really great time. But then the company kind of started going in a different direction than I was looking for. And instead of where I joined this company, because I wanted to be a visionary and I really wanted to empower women, I really truly wanted to empower women to see how equipped they were to design their dream lives. And the company wanted people to be very dependent on them and they wanted people to see them as the benefactor instead of seeing that it was from inside them and i was no longer aligned with that so i had to make a big choice and at one point i was making i don't know probably thirty thousand dollars a month and i decided you know along with some guidance from god that i needed to be done and so i said to my husband look i can't do this anymore and i'm gonna go start my own coaching business this is what i really want to do and he's like i fully support you and we didn't have a savings we didn't have anything to fall back on and i jumped in with both feet as you know lao Tzu would say leap and the net will appear and i leapt, and i really never looked back i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't trade the way that i did it for anything there were some scary times there were definitely some times where i was like what am i doing i walked away from so much money but you know my integrity and 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 my authenticity were more important and, you know, I mean, we're not making the money that we made back then, but we will be and we'll be doing it in a lot more alignment. Um, and, you know, I, when my head hits the pillow at night, I, I'm proud of who I am. And I wow. don't know that I would have been able to say that if I'd stayed there.
0: Wow, that's strong, man. I mean, you, you want to talk about it. <clears throat> you know, what's amazing. I heard you tell a story the other day you talked about, you related to something that was in the Bible about Abraham and, and what he did. Can you maybe just share that story? Because there's a lot of folks, especially with the pandemic, they've had all these ups and downs and turmoil. Maybe share that story. I know that can help some folks, Emily.
1: Yeah. So there I was sitting there, I was in this company and I was miserable. And I had just found out that something that I had sworn up and down hadn't happened, had happened. And it made me Look really bad and I had to go apologize. I had an egg on my face. I'm so sorry, you know, to my whole team. And I was like, enough is enough. Like <laughs> I gotta be done. And um this little voice inside of me was just scared to do that, right? Like I had all this, I don't know. I just, you know, who am I to take this away from my family? We're living this lifestyle. This is who we are now. Like, I don't know. And then I heard this little voice inside, it was God. And I mean, it really was. And it was like, look. I know what you're thinking, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to take this company and I want you to lay it on the altar like Isaac. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it was like, I want you to lay this on the altar like Isaac. And guess what? If you do this, if you have this faith, I will take care of you. And I was like, okay. But I knew the story of the lamb in the thicket. And I was like, who am I to question God? And this was literally like right before Hanukkah. So this is when you have to buy all your kids presents. Like, this is like not a good time to not have a lot of money, right? <laughs> and so, but I did it. And and sure enough, you know, here came the lamb and we've we've never had to want for anything. It's, oh, I mean, I remember that first Hanukkah just thinking, you know, thousand dollars would come in one day and then we'd go through it with whatever and then more money would come. And so we weren't really like, like in it, but we never had to want for anything it was like manna it really was and it's been that way ever since anything that we need it's there be it as a service or as somebody offering something or actual money right so yeah it's it's really been a test of faith and and you know where those tests come from we'll never know we don't know if we preordained them with god before we came here or if they were just all his idea who knows But when you have those tests and you have the opportunity to take them and pass with flying colors, it's a really, really proud, powerful moment to be able to look back and say, wow, like that was me.
0: That was me, man, to be able to say that was me. That's really what I I, I want the essence of the Women's Empowerment Week to be about, to be able to own yourself. You know, Emily, I got a book coming out called The Power of the Woman from the perspective of real men. And when I created this uh, uh, this book, which is almost finished, it's, it's done in its last editing stages. It's about to be released soon. I created it because I thought that my wife and I, Elena, we were having a daughter. The doctor had told us that you guys were having a daughter. And we went like a month believing we were going to be having a daughter. And I started looking at how the world really treats women. And, and like, for example, 137 Women are killed by a family member every single day. As I started looking at these crazy statistics of abuse and trauma, I'm thinking, and my daughter's coming into this world? What? And so I wanted to change it. So I decided to write this book. You know, Amy Lee, you've heard a little bit about this book. I'd love to get your thoughts on the title of the book, "The Power of a Wom- The Power of a Woman from the Perspective of Real Men. What's your thoughts on that title and what kind of comes to your mind?
1: So you and I kind of had a conversation offline about this, but I truly believe that there has been a lie perpetuated on society throughout, you know, uh, the creation story and so on, where we've tried to pit man against woman. And there's tried to be this idea that a woman thwarts a man, that she's trying to take his job, that she's trying to take his energy, that she's trying to take his livelihood. And so we've created this chasm between two pieces that should be working together, right? Like we have the divine feminine, and the divine masculine. And so... When I think of the name of your book, what I think of is I think of men who are so safe and so balanced in their masculinity that they don't feel threatened by women, that they can look at the attributes of real women and the power of women and see it as an asset for them and for their own manifestation, rather than seeing it in scarcity as a threat and something that they need to destroy. And so those are the men I'm pretty, pretty sure that those are the people that are making the money that are having incredible lives that are very secure in their relationships and their businesses. Right. I mean, we talk about, you know, Napoleon Hill talks about sex yeah. transmutation and, you know, chapter seven, it's all about creating through connection. And if you don't truly connect between male and female energy, be it, you know, uh, gender aside, if you don't create through that energy, you're not getting the true power of manifestation. So for me, that title says let's walk side by side, right? Like, let me, like my husband always calls himself, I'm again, yeah. the shield, right? A man is, or or masculine energy is the shield so that the woman can create, right? So here she is making the baby or making the whatever manifestation and the man is standing there as the sentinel looking around. But if he's constantly worried that she's gonna out create him, guess what uh-huh. he's gonna do? He's gonna leave his fortress open to be attacked. He's gonna leave uh-huh. himself open to have somebody take his stuff or to take his wow. energy or to take whatever's his so it behooves him to protect her because she's creating on his behalf
0: i got chills running up and down my arms my gosh i want to go over to the boards can y'all please put some comments on, on what you just heard how how are y'all feeling about amy lee and her bringing these words of empowerment today i'm looking over at the chat board whatever platform you on, will you please just Share your hearts with how you're feeling about this powerhouse woman. She's bringing, I can feel she's bringing her soul here. You can't fake truth. <laughs> it's just, you just can't do it. And Amy Lee, you are the truth. And I'm going to watch these comments come in. while wow, Amy Lee is a master. That was from Mo Rock. Hey, you got the CEO of the LA Tribune that just came in here. Wow. Bringing the heat. We are Assets to each other, not in competition. See, that's what we're talking about. Brooke says you're on fire. Scott says Amy Lee is a beautiful soul. Look at this; the love is pouring in for you, and you deserve every bit of it. And that's you know that's really what we want. We want to walk together. I'm always looking at. I'm like, look at Amy Lee is speaking the truth. Amy Lee gets it. Amy Lee is amazing. It's coming. I'm always amazed at the fact that a man comes from a woman and can turn around and not treat a woman good where they came from a woman. That makes no sense. That's completely asinine. And with people like Amy Lee Westerfeld, she's here working together in unison with the mission, the overall mission, not just of our platform, but the overall mission of earth to be able to make a change. Amy Lee, I love to be able to hear your parting words. What's what, what's resonating in you as we've spent this time together? I know that typically there's something that comes up in your soul and they need to hear it. So if you got a woman sitting there, or a young girl and she's trying to find a way or a mom that's frustrated or a woman that w- wants a better career or people that just want better, period. What does Amy Lee have to say for them with some parting words?
1: Well, I believe that we come to this planet and this earth existence with you know a role to play and depending on how many times you believe we come here who we are in this world those are roles that we play they're not part of our true soul right so in this life I'm a woman and in this life I'm Jewish and in this life I live in Savannah but maybe in the next life I'm a man and so when we detach from the identity that we have created we feel we no longer feel like we have to defend it right? Like we no longer feel like we have to make it better than, or we have to create something diversive about it. So for me, and and if you guys want to look at it this way, you know, in this life, I am a woman. And so my role is to show all of the good things about being a woman and to empower from the perspective of a woman, right? And to show that divine feminine energy in a way that can heal the world. And so being able to embody the qualities of something without feeling like you have to be attached to it and therefore defensive of it, just gives you such a different shift in power where now all of a sudden you're like, how can I be the best representation of what it is that I'm here to play? As opposed to how can I constrict myself and contract and make myself a victim of whatever right so that you know i have to like glom on to this identity how can i then play this role to the best of my ability how can i be juliet or how can i be you know Isolde or whatever it is that you're trying to be in this life how can you embody that without necessarily feeling like you have to defend that part of yourself when you come at it from that creator mentality instead of that scarcity victim mindset You will watch
0: the whole world open for you. I love it. Watching the whole world open. And you've opened our hearts, our souls, our spirits today, Amy Lee. Thank you so much for being you, for being real, for being true. And I really want to honor you for being our friend and what we call our sister, our family member. On behalf of me, my wife, Lena, our entire crew. Uh, We just want to send you so much love, continued blessings. And I know that everyone that heard this really was blessed today by you. So thank you so much, Amy Lee. Thank you to all of our audience for listening in. Hey, I told you I was going to bring you the heat. There she is, Amy Lee Westerfeld. Y'all get with her. She'll help you. Have a great one, everybody. See you soon. It's all about you.